Good evening to you. It is Sunday, January 29th at 7 p.m. Purdue's been been 21 and 1 for a few hours, but I wanted to put a few thoughts out into the ether, not let too much time get by uh, before I posted something. First off, I want to thanks, uh, say thanks to everybody I spoke to today and a lot of nice people who uh, who come on, uh, listen to the quick cast, come on, listen to post games. Um, always good to talk to you guys about what you think about Purdue, uh, what you think about what's happening with the program. Um, really, really great. Honestly, really great uh, afternoon. Of course, it's fun when Purdue beats up on Michigan State. Purdue won 77-61. Um, you probably watched it. You probably have thought about it. You're probably moving on to NFL playoff football. But I wanted to, um, I wanted to, I wanted to put some thoughts out there. So um, thanks to everybody who's tuning in live or recorded or streaming, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I do appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks to Joe who sat next to me in Mackey Arena. I just saw on Twitter that he um, he might tune into the to the live cast, which is fun. And um, yeah, it was good. Good talking to him. Joe got to see a side of. Boiler Dowd that not a lot of people have seen. I got really angry <laughs> during the game at uh, Michigan State fan. I got a little mouthy and looked back at me after uh, Fletcher Lawyer's face had the gall to get in the way of a Michigan State player's elbow or forearm, whatever it was. I haven't even seen the replay. I just uh, watched Lawyer just take one of this area right across here and I thought that was I thought that was a foul. I'm silly like that. I I, I don't think that uh, basketball should include elbows or forearms to the to the orbital or the upper face. I'll talk a little bit about that and some other things. But first, before I do it, let me uh, thank my friends. First off, at Martin Vintage, Martin Vintage, longtime supporter of Boiled Sports. Head over to Martin Vintage, enter Boiled at checkout, get a T-shirt, get a sweatshirt, get 15% off. It's pretty pretty awesome. It's a Purdue family. Can't go wrong there. And when you're on campus, you can do what I didn't do today. I didn't go to AJ's. I want to confess to, to my pal Adam. He knows this. He and I have texted already. A good reason. I was going to go to AJ's. I was set. After we waited, we waited for the crowd to clear. Tiny Boiler Dowd, who isn't so tiny anymore. She's, she's a middle schooler. She wanted to meet her buddy, her favorite pal, her favorite Boilermaker, Mason Gillis. So we waited around in Mackey for a long while. Mason never came out of the tunnel, but if you follow us on Twitter, you got to see that Zach Eady stood there for 45 minutes, signed every article of every, or every article, every signature um, for, for every kid that was waiting. It was incredible. And then he took photos and selfies with anybody who wanted to do it, and he patiently did it and did it with a smile on his face. That is a good kid. <laughs> that is a good dude. Um, talked to him for a moment. He said, how bruised up and banged up are you? He said, a little bit. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary. I'm sure he's not telling, I'm sure he's not fibbing with me. I'm sure that's true. But you could see, I said to my daughter, as we saw him, we were kind of watching him sign different things. You could see his arms were literally bloodied in some spots. He had uh, nick on his face. He had another nick on his hands. That poor guy goes through hand-to-hand combat, and he handles it uh, amazingly. 
Today he put on a show. Today he made a statement, as did the Boilermakers, against a, a pretty solid Michigan State team. There's a talking head, um, a media type on uh, Twitter that I follow. He's a, I can't remember his name right now. I, I like the guy, actually. But he said when uh, Malik Hall came back from Michigan State that they were now officially a Final Four dark horse. So if that's a Final Four team or a team that this guy thinks, you know, with, with Hall, they're, they're the real deal. And Purdue just did what they did to him, just dismantled them, uh, especially the way Michigan State shot. If you look at the statistics, Michigan State had a pretty good game. They, they turned over the ball a lot. But the reason they turned over the ball a lot is because Purdue was in their passing lanes. Purdue was making things difficult for them. Purdue played really, really well on defense. Ethan Morton uh, continues to do the little things. Ethan Morton came out right away. Some of my favorite moments. I love the little nuance of sport. Um, but there's a guy near me who said, man, Morton could, uh, I said, I said it too, but, um, he was like, man, Morton can't shoot. And then I said, to Joe, who was sitting next to me, I said, I said, man, if Morton could get his shot back, he would just be absolutely deadly because he's so important. And Morton comes out right away, hits that three to start the game. Good start. But the guy in front of me, it's my favorite. There are a couple fun moments just being in Mackey. So I'm wearing the, the giveaway shirt, the ill-fitting XL, I mean, this is, this is large. It's like old school where it's got, you know, the roomy sleeves and the very long torso. I'm sure it'll shrink up the size of, to the size of a baby shirt when I throw it in the dryer. And I'll do, I always do low heat, guys. I take good care of my clothing. But, uh, yeah, uh, thank you to the athletic department for this sweet shirt and Purdue Federal Credit Union for sponsoring. But these shirts are always always a little rough. The, the dimensions will be odd after it, after it shrinks. Um, but the guy in front of me, he says, yeah, I don't know about Jenkins. And he, he had another word for him. It wasn't a curse word, but it wasn't real positive. And I said, well, Jenkins has been playing out of position. This guy's doing a lot of good stuff. And it looks like he's figuring some things out. Looked great versus Michigan at times. And, and when Jenkins comes in the game right away, he starts playing that offensive brand of basketball that has made him somewhat famous in circles, right? He's a, he's a 40% career three-point shooter. But more than that, he's a guy that can score. And, um, and so he had that one, uh, I think he had a pump fake, single dribble underneath, hit, knocked down a little jumper. He had a three and um, ends up with like 11 points, I think. I'll check the stats here in a second because I probably already looked at him. I know it's been a long time since the game. But I got to, this is the best thing about going to games. So I'll, I'll confess, I do not have season tickets. You probably already figured that out. Um, multiple reasons. I used to be a stick, season ticket holder. Um, but the great thing, my pal, Ed, who's a, um, a former boiled sports, uh, he's, he's an all-around good guy. He lives down in Houston. He's a pal of ours. And he said, hey, do you want these tickets? I'm not feeling great. So he didn't make the trip up to West Lafayette. And so I got to watch the game with my dad and my daughter, which is a tremendous blessing to me. And if Ed's watching, thank you again for letting me have those tickets. Um, but being in the house, right, being in the arena, there's a different thing. If you, if you like to soak in the moment, which I do, probably way too much. But like I said, we waited around for Mason Gillis. Didn't get to meet Mason Gillis. My daughter didn't get to meet him. We will. We're going to try to figure this out um, eventually. Maybe he'll be at a football game. That's the thing. Mason is, he's a man of the people. He's always out, out in the public during, those, uh, during the football games in the fall. Um, but we waited around, got to see Edie, talking to all the people, adults, kids, whatever. 
Saw Jenkins a little bit, came out for an interview, delayed. We walked up, you know, took our time, leaving the concourse. I went up and I reintroduced myself to David Jenkins because I'd talked to him during football season and told him how much I appreciate what he's doing because I know he's playing out of position. And that guy, there's all these rumors about him being a glue guy. It's all true. I mean, he's either, and these guys, these Purdue guys, Matt Painter's done a great job coaching these guys up and how to handle the public. But man, I am so impressed with this team. Like, just the people. Um, Jenkins talks about how close this team is. He's been on a lot of teams. He's a bit of an expert. we got San Diego State, uh, Utah, or Las Vegas, UNLV, and then Utah, and now Purdue. So his fourth stop. That's, a, that's an amazing thing, something that I'm sure is not ideal for David. But he, uh, he's starting to figure out his role in the, for this team. As a backup point guard, he's he's a good shooter. Um, he's he's a ball buster. He tries hard. Uh, I don't know what else you could ask for. But Purdue is uh, now twenty-one and one on the season. That's a pretty gaudy number. They just keep winning as other teams fall, as other teams get the bright light on them. They seem to wilt, and Purdue gets the bright light on them, and they win. Purdue was a, uh, this was a statement game. Purdue was on national TV, on CBS. My, some of my friends who are out west who don't get to see Purdue play all the time because either Big Ten network issues and, or whatever. My brother-in-law, who I don't even know if he's got uh, a streaming service right now, he said, I grabbed it off the antenna. It was on old-fashioned way. So that was really cool to, to hear from, um, uh, from my, my brother-in-law that he, he, he's a Purdue grad living out in Oregon. So he got to watch your boilers and my boilers uh, flex their muscle a little bit. Um, and so Purdue tomorrow will await another poll, another AP poll. This time maybe they'll be unanimous, number one. Maybe not. Who cares? Like I said, it's great. Uh, let's revel in the fact that Purdue is going to have a lot of weeks, regardless of how many more after this one, that they're number one. They're going to have a lot of weeks at number one. One thing I said a week ago, I said in this five-game stretch, I did the same thing I did as the last five-game stretch that I kind of isolated. I said, if they can go five games here and go three and two, if they can go three and two here, I think they win the Big Ten Championship. Well, right now, I believe, I believe they're three games up on the, com- uh, on the competition. That's, that's a stranglehold, friends. I'm not saying, nothing's impossible. Obviously, ask Kansas what happens, right? When you, you run into a couple problems, maybe an injury or whatever, they happen. Um, but... This is a pretty good place to be. My whole thing, I want them to win the Big Ten Championship. I'd like to put them a, fre- a fresh trophy in the case in Mackey Arena. That'd be cool. Because I think the trophy in there, is it 2018, 2019? You guys can tell me here in a second. I don't have my margins on for some reason. It's not showing. Let me do adjustment. Um, so, yeah, I thank you guys for being here. Goodness, that's a cool surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah, it all pops up, all uh, populates. Thanks, everybody, for, for watching, being there. Um, yeah, uh, but Purdue's in a pretty good position to win a Big Ten title. And for me, this Big Ten title, obviously the Big Ten is struggling a little bit and just beating itself up back and forth. Uh, was it Brian Newbert had a great analogy. He said the Big Ten is like a lobster uh, lobster tank where all the, all the lobsters are just kind of laying on each other and trying to get to the top. I love the analogy. And Purdue's that one lobster up near the top of the water. Right, they're just there. They're uh, well. It's not a very good life to live because you get picked off by somebody who wants to eat your delicious, delicious inside of your claws. But 
let me, I, there's, a, there's a, you know, I talked about the indicators of what games mean. Uh, I also made a big mistake, and I, and I admit to making mistakes, but sometimes my, I don't know if your brain does this, especially when I'm trying to do this on the fly without notes, all that stuff. But I said the, I think I said the jerseys were from Wooden. I, I compared the Wooden jersey in Mackey Arena to the script jersey of the Mount era. That's an asinine error, so I apologize. I haven't gone back to check the comments. I appreciate everybody makes comments. Usually I do that, but... I thought about that, and that error rattled around my head. I don't know if you guys ever had that happen, but that one got me. So uh, I apologize. And if you went and talked to your friends and said this was from the Wooden era, well, you were wrong, and I was well, the reason you're wrong, and I apologize. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna look at the comments here in a second, but before I do it, let me take a little a little peek at the statistics. Uh, I don't think there's any surprises to me because, like, like I said, I've I've looked over everything. I was at the game, which is it gives you a different feel. Um, but uh, let me go over a couple things, see if there's anything noteworthy steps up. First one, uh, the real noteworthy thing, I knew this in the game, Purdue did not do a good job in the free throw line. They finished the game 54.5%. They started the game one for six from the free throw line. That's kind of a recipe for disaster. And I said this, it's funny. I said this team's going to need to hit free throws to really be successful this year. And they go, they hit 54% from the free throw line, and they absolutely lambaste a pretty good team. <laughs> Michigan State is obviously not the Michigan State team of, of many years. Uh, that could be because Tom Izzo is a crotchety old man who uh, focuses on the wrong thing. By the way, his little tirade with the officials, going out and getting that technical, technical foul before they went into the locker room. It, what a brilliant stroke, right? Because he does that. It gets the refs' attention. They bow at the altar of Tom Izzo and his giant uh, pumpkin head. And, um, and then they just say, we're not going to call any fouls on anybody guarding Edie for the first, what, six, seven minutes of the second half. It worked. His tactic works as little as I like it. And I always say, working the officials as a skill, it's part of the game. And I know some of you guys out there think that's a silly thing. And you can think that all you want. Those human beings in the striped shirts get affected by a legendary Hall of Fame coach getting after them over and over, and he does not relent once he's got the idea in his mind. I know in his press conference he says he's not the type of guy to complain about officiating. Oh, but he is, and he did it masterfully, worked really well. So Zach Eady finishes with 38 points, 13 boards. If you could hear the end of the game, if you were in the arena, really fun thing. One thing, it's always good. Mackey Arena fans, Purdue fans are an educated bunch. They wanted Edie to get that double-double. And he had this weird play where he couldn't hit a shot, kind of threw um, uh, uh, an errant shot off the backboard, got the board, had another one, threw another, grabbed it. Looked like the old um, Wilt Chamberlain bit. Um, and in that point, he got over the hump, got his double-digit rebound. Um, I still haven't, like I said, I haven't watched tape of this game. I haven't gone back and um, read up much. I haven't watched post-game thoughts. This is just me coming to you right when I got home. And um, so I, I'll, I'll get even more educated. Maybe I'll have a, a quick cast this week. But these games are kind of lined up, so maybe I won't. We'll see. But the um, Edie coming out of the game and going back in, it felt a lot like, and everybody in the crowd around me, and I agreed, thought that they were going in there just to get Edie's 40th point to make a little bit more of a statement for player of the year. That guy sure as hell looks like a player of the year. He didn't get his 40th point. He got 38. Um, right behind uh, his effort was David Jenkins in an unusual game. He played 18 minutes, which is awesome. He scores 11 points. Like I talked about earlier, three for four from three. 
he's finding a little bit of that stroke. That's pretty awesome. Um, also, uh, he just played a heady game, heady brand of basketball. Um, nobody else really had a, a stat sheet stuffer, but like I said, I love what I saw from uh, Morton. Uh, lawyer had some great plays. He he definitely looks like, like a guy that he wants the moment. He grabs a hold of the moment. Smith took some big shots, didn't make them. He had a three that with a, with the the uh, shot clock running down, he missed it. He went zero for two for three, but it looked like one of those that was actually absolutely going to erupt the uh, the roof, the steel roof off Mackey Arena. It didn't happen. I said to my daughter, because she hasn't been to many games where the atmosphere is like that. Generally, my son will get that ticket. He has first pecking order. That's the way our family works. And my daughter doesn't love basketball. Some time with grandpa, some time with dad. She took advantage of it, and she had a great time. But I said, we're going to hear a level noise that maybe you haven't heard. I will say it was loud in Mackey. I've been in much louder Mackey arenas, different games. But it was still a fun place to be. Um, Caleb first didn't have any points. He had five rebounds, four assists, and a steal, and a block. He he was hustling. He was getting pushed around like Michigan State does. Kept getting up like a weeble wobble. Uh, played a solid game. Uh, Trey Kaufman Wren came in, had a couple really solid buckets. Didn't play a whole bunch, eight minutes, um, but uh, some pretty important buckets. Uh, like I said, though, that free throw number starting off that way and then not being able to get. A whole bunch better. That looked like it should be a big deal, but Purdue out-rebounded Michigan State like they do everybody by 11. They um, they shared the ball, so they had seven more assists than Michigan State, and um, Michigan State turned over the ball quite a bit, and that was probably their uh, biggest problem, but the reason they turned over the ball was Purdue's defense. Well, I'm going to go over to comments here. Um, like I said, uh, I feel pretty good about your Boilermakers, my Boilermakers, as they head into this this murderous stretch. You got Penn State coming to Mackey, and then of course at IU, um, and that will conclude one, two, three. Nope, and they'll have they have one more after that in that stretch uh, versus Iowa. It doesn't stop. Let's be real honest. It does. It just doesn't stop. The Big Ten doesn't stop. The worst teams in the Big Ten are tough. The The best teams in the Big Ten are, are tough, but there's clearly a best team. That's your Purdue Boilermakers. All right, so Mohill93 said to me over on Twitter that he, he was near me and he heard me go off uh, on uh, that, that lawyer thing, and I did. He did hear me correctly. I scared an old person. I didn't, I didn't curse. I didn't, it wasn't awful. I just was kind of sick of that guy. Um, John Younger says uh, everyone contributed a fun game. It was. It was a team effort. It's awesome. Uh, Patrick Gottschall says uh, he's old school. Go Boilers. Thanks for being here, Patrick. Uh, Boiler Brub, BTFU, Boiler the heck up. Nathan Hartman, my buddy. Hammered down. Let's go. Um, T-Rick says uh, big Boiler basketball day. Men crush MSU. Women beat number two Ohio State team. And that's that's a big deal. I'm not I'm not a big women's basketball fan. You can probably deduce that already. But, man, if they have Purdue on their jersey, I want them to win. And Purdue's women's team, I think that's their second win over a ranked team in, what, three games? Something like that? Maybe. I mean, pretty big win, too. And got to love to see Ohio State lose. So it's a double double positive. Um, yeah, Nathan Hartman says, looks like somebody got the free T-shirt. Yes, sir. This is the free thing. Like I said, it's not the best quality. But it looks great. I love the script. I love this word mark. I think it's amazing. Um, Chris Harder, my pal, says, I expect your voice to be more hoarse. Uh, I'm, I've got some medicine on it right now, doing my best to bring it back. It's not too bad. It wasn't... Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I was on it. I was yelling, but, uh, yeah, not, not that horse. Handle. 
my friend Handel Jones. College game day disrespect next weekend. Let's cover tobacco road rivalry instead of a ranked rivalry game. Um, yeah, IU. Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't want to cover them either. I'm just kidding. I, Purdue's not going to. ESPN and College Game Day aren't going to give the Big Ten much love, right? We've seen this shady kind of half-ass game they're playing since they lost their TV contract. They've been pushing away from the Big Ten even more than usual, which is a lot. So I'm not surprised, but uh, that's Duke and North Carolina. Who cares this year? I mean, it's fun. Those are cool uniforms, but they are not the same. Teams that we've seen in the past, there's no doubt. John Faker says, so many salty MSU and IU fans saying Edie is just tall and not good. Well, he's he's just tall. He's really just tall. That's it. If you saw his mom's shirt, check out our Twitter feed. I retweeted somebody else. They took a picture of his mom's shirt. It's awesome. Um, uh, 38 points, uh, 32 two weeks ago against the team, did everything they could to try to stop him. There's some, yeah, please check out our Twitter feed if you want to get more information on that. Uh, some of the... The photos that were taken today of Edie just getting mugged are amazing. Um, yeah, he's he's. I think he's a little more than just tall. So I apologize to any of you who are really, really tuned in to your Bengals game. Um, I'm cheering for the Bengals. I got friends down in Cincinnati and family in Cincinnati. I want them to win, but I was I wanted to get this done. So like I said, this is this is more fun to spend a little time with you guys. Um, uh, it was the inside of the forum. Okay, Alex Chadden is talking about the 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 shot uh, lawyer's face. Inside of the forum, could have been a foul. Definitely wasn't anything harsh. Okay, so this is a good point. So, inside of the forearm to the face. Okay, so still, inside of the forearm to the face, Alex. Thank you for bringing this up. I couldn't see it. I went on TV. Inside of the forearm to the face in basketball, is that a foul? Yes. Okay. It wasn't a foul. A second later on the other end of the court, Jenkins got called for a reach-in. I believe it was Jenkins. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. And it was a ticky-tack reach-in. That is the Big Ten basketball officiating issue, right? I used to always say it when I coached kids. When I coached, I coached kids all the way into high school. I'd always talk about just call the game the same way so we know how to react as coaches, as players. Okay, If it's going to be physical, fine. If it's going to be light, fine. We can know how to react. But that is not fine. That, doing that's not fine. It's also not fine to say, well, that guy's tall, so we're not going to blow the whistle. So I appreciate that, Alex. I didn't, uh, I, I haven't seen the replay, like I said. Uh, Katie J Handel Jones says, Katie Gerald's cooking something special. Yeah, she's 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 good coach, no doubt. She's the right fit. It's great to see a, a favorite daughter of Purdue. I say favorite son. Um, Illinois fans are the worst. Mohill, uh, period. I can just say that. Uh, they're, but they're really bad about Edie. They're, they're offended that they think all seven-plus-foot guys are treated the same way, and they talk about Cockburn as if he has the same had the same game as Edie. Those two players are so different, so different. The way they play, the way Cockburn would go down the court and pull through people in the lane, it was a different game. It was a different game. Somebody put this on Twitter, the idea of a bull coming through a gate. That's the way he played the game, and it's, of course, pretty easy to understand why Edie gets fewer fouls, but whatever. Um Nathan Armand said it wasn't flagrant, just incidental basketball contact. Um, yeah, Fletch wasn't acting. It's a foul. Okay, it, at minimum, it's a foul. It's a foul. Face is not part of the ball. Um, so maybe I'm mad at basketball for allowing things to happen. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just angry at basketball. That happens. You can be angry at basketball. 
Um, let's see. Uh, let's go back here. I can see if it, Zach Young says total uh, national travesty today. Two fouls on Edie. Can't believe Painter didn't have a meltdown like Izzo. Well, Izzo, uh, like I said, his meltdown. So there's two things. One is he actually melting down, or is he acting? I think he's a smart actor. I think his bit has gotten old, but it's getting more amplified as he gets old. But I think he's very smart with the way he does it. Think about what Purdue, what his what his punishment was. Purdue got two free throws, okay? And then Michigan State got the ball. I didn't know the rule was constructed that way that Purdue wouldn't get the ball. To me, if Purdue gets the ball, that's a, that's kind of a dumb foul, dumb technical foul. But since Purdue only gets two free throws and all he has to do is, I mean, he can do whatever he wants anyway. He's not going to get that second tech. He's not going to get thrown out of a game. It's not going to be ridiculous. Um, so very smart, caution play, uh, everything's, let me just, he knows what he's doing. Uh, let's see. Patrick Pence says the star of the game was the Rick Mount Air uniforms. Yes, I love them. Uh, they're amazing. I hope they go on sale someplace, not just China websites. You'll probably be able to find them there in a couple of months. But, man, they, Nike and Purdue need to take advantage of the situation. Fans want this stuff. Let's make it happen. Ted Berkey, now Purdue has a three-game lead on second place Northwestern. Who called that? Yeah, exactly. Who called Northwestern being up there? Uh, Purdue being up um, at the top of the conference, pretty awesome. But uh, being just that stranglehold is incredible. Uh, Pat Gutschel says, uh, love playing from number one. They say it doesn't matter right now, but learning to play in the spotlight is so important um, when they get to April and March. March and April. I can't say it in the wrong way. Other way. Yeah, it is. I, I wish I could tell you, like, you guys, a formula. Like, there's a guarantee of success. And I wish I could get over the fact that I just want Purdue to get over the hump. And I can't. Uh, I can't get over it. I can't get over the fact that I think Purdue should get over the hump. They're one of the best teams in America, clearly. Um, uh, but it's a fun ride right now. I, I wish I could also wish I could just get in that idea that Painter said, be process driven. That, that, that idea that first time I really heard some, a coach say it over and over and over it was Brad Stevens years ago, at Butler. And it's so right uh, to be process driven as a team is a big deal. And then as fans to just enjoy the process, enjoy the season for what it is. Man, but it's like getting being number one. You guys were around last year. Many of you were around last year. Thank you. But Purdue getting to number one, I thought was an important step. They had to get there, right, to take that next step. And they are starting. They're they're they look like they're having all the signs of a program that's getting to greatness, right? But to get to greatness, you've got to get to a Final Four. To get to true greatness, like my son said, man, it'd be great to have that little silver tab, that Nike tab on the back of their collar. It would be, but a gold tab would be better. And I'm greedy now. I'm greedy. Um, my perspective has shifted a bit. So, um, yeah, I'm already looking towards March and April. But they got they got they got to handle their business. I hope the players aren't doing that. It's a marathon, not a sprint. All those trite phrases, but it's all true. Um, yeah, Robert Gill asked the question: uh, Did Rick Mount attend? If so, was he recognized by the PA announcer? My dad, who's class of 70 was hoping there'd be a Rick Mount video because he was in the unveiling. I did not see Rick Mount in the, in the arena. If somebody saw him, let me know in the comments. I did not see a video that honored Rick Mount either. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he was honored. Um, and, but part of that, if you know, Rick Mount, he's a bit of a curmudgeon. Um, he, I, I, he's not, he's not a bad guy from what I understand, but he's kind of moody. Um, and if he doesn't want to do something, he just doesn't do it. If you looked at the Purdue video, it's the, one of my f favorite things. They, they have lawyer and Smith go see him, 
He's wearing a blue Under Armour quarter zip. Blue Under Armour. Purdue is a Nike team. I guarantee it. Purdue said, put on this black Purdue thing, please. Put on this gold thing with a swoosh, whatever. No, he didn't do it. So, all right. That's okay. It's okay. He's, he's incredible. Incredible legacy of Purdue. Uh, he's one of the shoulders it sits on. Um, yeah. Uh, Preston Bannock says, I was at Harry's today. It got rocking at times. I bet it was fun. I like, I've got this. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. I, I start looking to the future. It's a problem. I got to stop doing that. Okay. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to talk about it. Not even going to say it. Uh, Josh says, T Rick uh, wins in March. Uh, uh, what? What? T Rick. What wins in March? It's point guard play. Guard play, not big man play. He may be a, a stopper, but he's a liability if he can't make layups. I know him so miss. What the? What is this? Fast break layup against UM. Okay. I don't understand that. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't understand that. Yeah, guard play matters in March and April. Guard play definitely matters in March and April. Purdue's guards are pretty good. One thing you see with Lawyer and Smith. So I don't know if this is a comment. Lawyer and Smith, um, I love their mentality. I also, uh, I, I really do like um, the potential of what... Jenkins can do to me to a team in March or April if they don't scout him, if they don't understand that he can shoot, and if they sag off somebody else that can shoot, that's a big deal. Um, yeah, but um, I still don't understand that. I'm sorry. It, uh, Chris B says there's not literally nothing I love more than a stress-free W against MSU. IU hasn't been relevant to warrant the W against them. Okay, yeah, yeah, I agree. I love a game like that where it feels good and it's just like, if you look at the probability meter on ESPN, which you might, gosh, it's a long show. I apologize to those. Um, if you look at the probability meter on ESPN, Purdue never dipped. Um, the game, the probability of Purdue winning never dipped below 75%, I think, after the first five minutes. That's pretty awesome. And I know that's just a, it's just a statistical breakdown or an analysis of, again, these algorithms. Some of you think they're flawless. They're not. Algorithms are designed by people. Granted, there's number crunching there, but that's a pretty good indicator. I love those, those graphs that just have this really rogue wave uh, that lead to a, a loss or a victory. They're always interesting, but that one was never in doubt according to that measure. Todd Singer. Regular uh, quick cast uh, listener, viewer, whatever, says MSU form was completely inadvertent. He was raising his hands on D lawyer. Oh, I know. I know the play. I know. I, I know it's inadvertent, okay? I know it's inadvertent. It's still a forearm to the head, okay? Um, here's the other thing. I'm going to say something, though. Here's the other thing. I have a lot of friends that are decent athletes, much better athletes than I am, and I've talked about this before. Really good athletes have very good control over the body generally, especially the guys that are up top. So I'm not going to say I know it's inadvertent. I'm not going to do that. It looked inadvertent. Okay? It looked inadvertent. A lot of these guys know exactly where their bodies are, know exactly where other people are. I don't know why you'd put your arms up coming through a pick. Whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see. Anybody else in here? Michael Hogg, thanks for checking in. A lot, a lot of comments there. Very long. Um, let's see. Purdue would play for a national championship this year. Who would it? Uh, I, I can't get. I can't get that deep, Michael. I can't go that deep. Not gonna do it. I don't want to do it. Doesn't doesn't do my heart and my head any good. Not gonna do it. But I appreciate it. Appreciate the idea. You guys can talk about yourselves about that. But I'm not gonna do it. Um, uh, Gentry BN says my favorite stat today uh, from Edie was three steals, zero turnovers. He was awesome, and that that's that's a great thing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on that. Um, so. 
Preston Bannock reaffirmed something uh, that Purdue's women's team beat Illinois, number 21 Illinois, and then number two Ohio State. That's awesome. That's great. That's great. Um, so that's about it for me. That's a long, quick cast, long post-game wrap-up. Thank, thank you to you guys for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsor, Martin Vintage and AJ's. Sorry to Adam for not going to AJ's. My daughter wanted to go to Cane's because it isn't in Fishers yet. So I had made the plan and didn't work out. So I apologize. I'm just being honest. I, I, I was ready to go. I thought I was going to deal because my, my dad would have enjoyed a pint. And if you like a pint after game, go to, go to AJ's. Burgers, beef, beer. Head over to eatajs.com before. Order ahead. You'll have a good time there. Lots of TVs. Lots of good stuff to watch. And with that, go watch NFL football. Root for the Bengals. You should root for them. Uh, who day? I'm not a Bengals fan, but I want them to win. So have a great day. Hammer down. God bless you. Produce 21-1. and one. Things are pretty solid. See you versus Northwestern. See you after or before. Not sure which, but I'll talk to you soon.